0: Hey, friend, welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, emptiness mom, speaker, coach, and lover of tacos. And I'm your host for the podcast, tailor made for Christian business women who have had success yet feel something is still missing. The heart of this show is to help entrepreneurs align results to God's truth. My mission is teaching women like you how to break free from overwhelm and overachievement so you can carry out God's assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. On this show, we apply biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to build a thriving kingdom business. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place. And if you're ready to learn to redefine hustle and pursue success God's way, let's get started. Hey, I got a question for you. Do you start your year out, besides goal setting and all the usual things, by choosing one word, one word that you can focus on? I know it was very popular a number of years ago to choose one word to be focused on. And in fact, the book One Word by John Gordon is on my bookshelf. Here it is, one word that will change your life. And I pick a word every year. And every year I am amazed when I pray for the word, A, the word that the Lord gives me, and then B, how he uses it throughout the year. So this year, my word is trust. And it's not only about trusting the Lord that where he guides, he provides. And as he positions me, I progress in the way that he wants, but it's also trusting who he made me to be and how he's equipped and qualified me and the gifts that he's given me. And that is apropos as we finish up our conversation this month on the perils of Drifting with our third D of the three dimensional or 3D drifting, and that is doubt. Why? Because in its truest form, doubt is not trusting the Lord. I mean, it's as black and white as it gets doubt is not trusting the Lord. So let's unpack this last D with a few reminders of what we've been talking about. So you may recall as we come together here for episode 153 that we've been talking about this definition of drifting, which comes from the book Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. And in the book, Napoleon Hill interviews, in quotes, the devil, and Satan tells him how he controls the world. And I don't know about you, but you could probably look around today and when I'm recording this, it's a few weeks before you actually will hear it and see that there is evil all around us. And that clearly, while we know that God is ultimately in charge, he has also given us free will. that We get to choose what we do, right? We get to choose to love him and follow him and that the enemy has a stronghold, right? We talked about that fortress, that definition of stronghold, and he's got a hold on the world. And it's been that way since the beginning of time. And while every generation thinks that their generation and situation in the world is the worst, this is nothing new. It just takes different forms, right? So let's review this definition of drifting. So drifting, as Napoleon Hill, well, as Satan defines it in the book, is the process through which he controls the souls of human beings. And that he does this through sprinkling in a feeling of lack of purpose, of confusing ideas, those spiraling thoughts of excess and fear. And I don't know about you, but when I say those out loud, I feel a churning in my stomach. I feel a pressure in between my eyes. And that's because that's how it feels when those things come up, up in our life, right? And how quickly doubt can take over in any situation, So this week, as we talk about doubt, I want to remind you in the show notes, I always give you tons of resources in the show notes because I never know what you may need, but I always know that this is what God tells me to put there. So in the show notes is a link to a blog on gotquestions.org for a topic of spiritual strongholds. And it's talking about how the enemy erects these fortresses and that God gives us his spiritual armor and his spiritual weapons to battle those forces. And this idea of doubt is the fortress of human reasoning, the fortress of human reasoning where we think we know better, where we think we know the timing and we know the outcomes and we know exactly what it should look like. And then what happens when it doesn't happen? Then we doubt, right? We doubt, we don't trust, but we know that the Lord means all things to work together for our good, for those who believe, Romans 8, 28, right? And if we can set aside our human reasoning and fully surrender and give our life and our business to the Lord, we will be amazed at where he takes us. So make sure you go to check out that, blo- that blog, the link is below. In the show notes. So let's unpack some scripture around this and really get a sense of how do we break through this doubt so that we can stop drifting in it, so we can stop spiraling in it and move forward with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment, like we talk about around here on the Hustle with Heart podcast, so that we can walk out this assignment that He's given us for our mission in the marketplace. We're going to be a little bit all over the place. I love that when the Lord points out different scriptures. I also want to remind you, it's been a little while since I said this, I am not a biblical scholar. I also know that God has given me a gift of teaching and speaking, and I love that he's given me a gift to soak up his word and be able to apply that biblical wisdom to business, and that's what I do here as a coach and as your podcast host. So we're going to Isaiah. We're going to start out today in Isaiah 36, 15. And this is what it says. Um, so um, I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Sener-cherib. I'm probably, Sener-cherib. To- I'm probably totally butchering that. Um, but he was the king of Assyria. And so he's trying to make a deal. He's trying to bargain with Hezekiah. And This is what it says in chapter 36, verse 15. Let me back up. In chapter, in in verse 14, it says, Thus says the king, Do not let Hezekiah deceive you, for he will not be able to deliver you. So the messenger for the king of Assyria is like saying this to Hezekiah's people. And Hezekiah is the king um, of Israel at the time. I think it's Israel. I might have that wrong. It might be Judah. Okay. So this is what he says. He's like, don't listen to him. He can't deliver you. He can't save you. It says, don't let him make you trust in the Lord, saying the Lord will surely deliver this city and the city will not be given into the hands of the king of Assyria. So here is this messenger from the king of Assyria who's like speaking to Hezekiah's people, telling them not to trust the Lord. Well, isn't that just like society today? Isn't it just like the world that's like, no no no. If it is to be, you need to do it, right? Don't don't trust in that. Like you need to go make it happen. So this is what Dr. Charles Stanley says here and I love this. People try and make us doubt the existence, power and love of God all the time. All the time, friends. They will encourage us to abandon what they consider to be religious nonsense. If you've read my story, or you've listened to me talk about it, you know that when I first gave my life to Christ, and then I went to an event with with the company that I was part of in network marketing, that one of the leaders said to me, "Like, I miss the old you when you were just ignorance on fire and you just would go and get it done." Like, kind of what is this nonsense that you're going to pursue success God's way? That's what it felt like. That's not what they said, but that's certainly what it felt like. So it was like considered nonsense, but God still rules. And it is our responsibility to honor him and not worry about others' things. So don't let the word get in your ear and try to make you doubt the Lord. I know it is hard in business when you are looking around left and right and you are not seeing results or outcomes and you're feeling like, Lord, I know you told me to do this. What's happening here, right? That is where you've got to lean back into the Lord and his word and really understand that that what he has told you, what he has promised you will come to fruition. But are you going to doubt him, him who made everything around you, him who knit you together in your mother's womb, him who knows the number of hairs on your head? Is that who you want to doubt? I know friends, it sounds crazy, but we do fall into that trap, don't we? Okay, we're going to stay in Isaiah for just a second. We're going to go over to 43 verses one and two. And this is Israel's is being assured 43. Sorry, I was in the wrong place. This is Isaiah talking about the Redeemer of Israel. Who? Yes, Jesus. And this is what it says. But now, thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, he formed you, O Israel. Fear not, for I have redeemed you, and I have called you by your name, and you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Through the rivers, They shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall flame scorch you. Friends, no matter where you are in your business, you can be assured that God will stand with you and strengthen you, that he will make the connections, that he will lead you to new clients, that he will put the content in your head that you're supposed to share on social media. If you will lean in and not doubt, he will strengthen and deliver you. And one thing you can know is that Jesus has never abandoned you and he never will. Throughout scripture, it tells us that. So don't doubt. Listen, clients are going to come and go. I'm sorry. It's true. People are going to quit your business. It's true. Jesus will never leave you or nor forsake you. Trust in him and do not doubt that in your business. That's where the enemy wants you, doubting, so you're drifting. Okay, let's go over to Psalm 119. And in Psalm 119, we're looking at verses 36 and 37. And it says, incline my heart to your testimonies and not to covetousness. So remember earlier this month, we talked about coveting and how coveting is that passion and that desire and that lust for for what someone else has or for somebody else's life or somebody else's stuff or somebody else's success, but that it is a sin from which we can repent and be forgiven. So don't incline my heart there, Lord. Turn my eyes away from looking at worthless things, unnecessary hardships, and revive me in your way. Revive me in your way. Revive me in your words. When you are feeling doubtful is the time to stop, take a break, lean in and ask the Lord to show you his truth all along the way in your business because he did not give you your business for nothing. And he did not make you to be listening to the noise and to be living in chaos and anxiety over your business. But that's where the enemy wants you. Let us not forget. All right, let's go over to 1 Corinthians 15. You'll be familiar with this, 58, which says, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain your work for the lord has value your business is a vessel for kingdom impact it is where you will cross paths with people you may never have met and you may be the only experience of the light of christ that they will get so know that your work is not in vain yes the results may not look the way you want but have you taken a moment to step back and say lord what are your desires for this business what are the results you want for me Not what I've defined, right? Redefining the hustle to be working with intention and a sense of urgency and a sense of timing and pursuing his definition of success. He has promised to give us success and reward us for our faithful service. So don't doubt that, friends. Don't doubt that where he's put you you are for a reason. He has perfectly positioned you. We're going to be talking about positioning and provision and all of that in the month of July, but maybe it's time to revisit with him. Lord, are you changing my position and perhaps I'm holding on to something that you need me to let go and therefore I'm doubting, right? Lord, help my unbelief. Okay, I just got a couple more for you. Let's go to Psalm 121, 121 verse 3. And this is what this says here. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. The Lord does not fall asleep on the job. No, he does not. I don't know if you're a Seinfeld fan, but you may remember an episode where George went to a clothing store and there was a security guard. And the security guard was standing all day. And he was like, dude, I think you need a chair. So then he got him a chair. And guess what? The security card sat down in the chair. He was so comfortable, he fell asleep. That never happens with our Lord. (laughs) He is on guard every single moment, watching over you with infinite care, supernatural care. So if you know that he is omnipotent and omnipresent and he has declared his unending love for you, that he will never fail and protect you, protecting you, then there's no need to doubt. But the enemy is insidious, isn't he? He knows just how to turn the dials and press the buttons that make us doubt. So if you get nothing else from these episodes, raise your awareness. Am I being distracted right now? Do I feel discontented and why? And why am I feeling doubtful? All of those are great lessons of awareness for you to step back and say, okay, Lord, show me what I'm missing here because you can see it all. All right, let's go to Amos. So Amos isn't a book that really I've done a lot of reading in. I happen to be reading it right now. But I I love that the Lord gives me different scriptures to pull out and share with you as we apply biblical truth to business. So we're going to go to Amos 2, verse 4. And this is what this says. Thus says the Lord, <clears throat> I will send fire upon Moab and it shall devour the palaces of Kerioth. Moab shall die with tumult, with shouting and trumpet sound. What, what is this saying? Oh, you know what? I'm in the wrong place. Uh, where was I going? Two, for? Yes. Did I read the wrong thing? No, I didn't. Um, what, is, what is the problem here? is that the lies, I did read the wrong thing. I read 2-2. Two, two. Let me reread that. <laughs> See, and I'm fallible. Thus says the Lord, for three transgressions of Judah and for four, I will not turn away its punishment because they have despised the law of the Lord and they have kept his commandments. Their lies lead them astray. Lies which their fathers followed. Lies which their ancestors followed. Lies that those we've been in business with have followed. Not purposely. They didn't lie to us purposely. They were only doing what they were taught to do well as well. Lies of the world of what success means and how maybe we aren't successful because we haven't reached a certain milestone or our our following isn't very big or we haven't had that many podcast downloads or we haven't had a new client in months. Lies of the world. And this is what Dr. Charles Stanley says. If we do not immerse ourselves in the truth of God's word, tune out the world, tune into God's truth, The lies that flourish around us can easily take hold in our minds and lead us astray to our own destruction. They can easily get us drifting. Do you see? Like, this was written, uh, let's see. Amos prophesied at the time when Uzziah sat on the throne of Judah and Jeroboam too was the king of Israel, 792 to 753 B.C., Friends, that's how long ago this was. And yet the Lord knew that we would be drifting because he knows the plot of the enemy. He's the one that kicked him out in the first place, right? The last place that I want to take you, and I'm really thinking that um, I'm praying on if the Lord wants me to do a podcast series on the armor of God. There's a fantastic Bible study by Priscilla Schreier on the armor of God. I could not touch that. But how could we apply that to business? I'm really curious about that. That came up for me when I was planning this episode. But I just want to take us to Ephesians 6, 16, which talks about putting on the shield of faith. And this is what it says. Above all, take the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. So what is the shield of faith? The shield of faith is if you've um, seen Gladiator or you've seen 300 or you know, you're a history buff. I don't know. The shield is held here and it's, it's goes out in front of you, right? So it goes out in front of you to guard against anything that's coming towards you. Specifically these fiery darts, right? What are these fiery darts? Guess what they are? They're the three D's of drifting among other things, right? They're distractions and discontentment and doubt. They're the castle of passion. They're the fortress of, bride, right? All of those things that we've been talking about. So put on that shield of faith as you're walking ahead in your business and walking out what he's given you to do. Doubt is going to come friends. It simply is. So I have my four keys tool for you to help you abide in the vine and redefine hustle and pursue success God's way. So if you have not downloaded that four keys guide, Go do that. The link is down in the show notes. Make sure you do that. Share it with a friend because that's the only way through. That's the only way through. And remember, God is for you and not against you. He has placed you in this business for a purpose and he will guide and he will provide, but we have got to get a hold of ourselves from the drifting. Anchor ourselves in Jesus so that we are not drifting everywhere, so that we can stay focused and so that we can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up the focus to walk out His assignment the way we talk about every week here in the podcast. Oh, this was a good series. I cannot wait to hear what you think. So, screenshot, share it, all the things. Find me on Voxer, that link is below. And lastly, while my coaching roster is full right now. I am having conversations with people to chat about how I can support them as their coach, bridging faith and business. I am going to be opening spots in August. So if you would love to explore what that means for you, please get on my calendar. Click the link below um, to schedule a call with me and we'll chat and see if it's the right fit for you. And we'll grab your spot starting in August. I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, ambitious Christian woman building a thriving kingdom business. Do you ever feel like you've experienced success, yet you're still feeling empty and stagnant in your business? Does the hustle of business secretly fuel your adrenaline, but you wish you could do it with calm and joy instead of frantic, frazzled energy? Do you believe that God has a purpose for your business, but you're not sure how, or maybe you're a little afraid to actually let him lead? The right coaching that combines biblical truth and business principles with a personalized approach can help you break free from the overwhelm and overachievement that you're feeling so that you can walk out his assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. And that's what I do. Let's explore how I can help you tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to grow your business and impact. Schedule your 15-minute discovery call with me today at erinherrigan.com slash discovery call or click the link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle with Heart podcast each week. I pray it brings you value as you pursue success God's way to build a thriving business. Remember to check the show notes for my free tool and other helpful links. If this episode speaks to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social and tag me. And come find me on Voxer, where I love to connect with listeners in my podcast hangout. The link is in the show notes. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to hustle with heart and that pursuing success God's way will produce much fruit and impact His kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine.